This podcast may contain explicit language. Welcome to the greatest MCU movie of all time crossover podcast, the show that uses a unique grading style to redefine what the greatest movies are. I'm Tom Duncan. And I'm Adam. And I am Adam. (laughs) You are on one tonight, my friend. (laughs) Uh, Today we are recapping phase one of our list and looking forward to what's to come in phase two of this series. But first, if you want the first half of our discussion on the movie or on our phase one discussion, you can subscribe to the Streaming Circuit podcast for that, where we're here now to talk about how we've applied the patent-pending Stan Lee rubric started by my regular show, Greatest Movie of All Time podcast, to determine the greatest MCU movie of all time. All right, so if you're new to the show, we have six categories that we're going to be discussing, and my regular show, Greatest Movie of All Time, uses our patent-pending Stanley rubric, to grade movies on their legacy, their impact and significance in the moment of their release, their novelty, their classicness, and their rewatchability. Plus, then we all give you some points, too, by incorporating the audience scores from both Google and Rotten Tomato users. So, looking back, this would be the part that I would normally hand over to you and say you had to split the category, but we don't have to do that this (laughs) time, so you didn't have to remember. Of the six films that we've discussed up to this point, which one do you think has the highest legacy score? I'm going to... Well, I feel like the easy answer is Avengers for everything, and I'm going to be right more often than I'm wrong. But that's not fun. And in this case, it is correct. Oh, okay. All right. It was 9 for Avengers, 8.5 for Iron Man, Hmm. 6.5 for Captain America the First Avenger, 5 for Iron Man 2, 4.5 for Thor and four for Incredible Hulk. So impact and significance, what do you think the top score was and the top scorer? I'm going to switch it up. I'm actually going to say Iron Man was the top for this category. Okay, well, it wouldn't have mattered because they both had a 9.5. The Avengers and Iron Man both had a 9.5. Third place, we would have had Iron Man 2 at 7.25. Then Captain America, the first Avenger, had a 6.25. Thor with a 6. And the Incredible Hulk with a four. Honestly, that probably should have been the one so that we at least got a better baseline and have <laughs> a variety of scores. I mean, I have kind of a, a design on movies and when we do it in the regular show, what a one and what a ten are for each category, so I know roughly what to compare it against. Yeah, that's fair. I was I'm surprised Iron Man two is ahead of Captain America. That surprises me. Well, otherwise it had been following pretty closely with how the list order has gone so far in their overall scores. Hmm. So novelty, what do you think is the top movie? I would, I would assume Avengers is the top one at probably a 10. Yes, it was a 10 novelty score at number two. We had Iron Man with a 6.75 three. We had Captain America, the first adventure at 5.75. Then we had 5.5 for Thor a 4.75 for The Incredible Hulk, and a 3.5 for Iron Man 2. Oof. Oof. To be below Hulk is not good. Well, I mean, it was the second movie in that series. It didn't really feel like it was inventing anything new more than just expanding on the first movie. I think that would be the argument for that one comparatively, but... 
right, what fine. number uh, what number hulk movie was that one was it was it the third hulk movie I believe it was the second one. The first one was Eric Bana. This was the second one. And if you count Avengers as the third one. I thought Lou Ferrigno had a movie or was that a show? That was a TV show. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Never mind. Much different character <laughs> and yeah. So classicness, who was on top? Classicness. I would assume Avengers again. I'm going to say 9.5. So we had an 8.75 for the Avengers. And that was the top spot on our list for classicness. Uh, moving down number two, we had Iron Man at 7.5 Captain America, the first Avenger at number three at seven and then Iron Man two at 4.5 for classicness. We had Thor at also a 4.5 and then the incredible Hulk in last place at a 3.75. Again, I might argue that that might be a one comparatively, just so we set the baseline. That's fair. How generous of a grader are you just like in normal movies? Like, are, are, are you a guy that I think there's a, a sweet spot? No? Like, I think I mentioned it a couple of months back and Kieran picked up the ball and ran with it and asked me about it later. I want to say it was on either our Casablanca revisit or one of the Dark Knight pods. But I had mentioned that, especially with some of Dana's scores, we get a very kind of bell curve like way we grade things. Like there are a lot of, five sixes and sevens when it comes to certain categories there's hmm. not a ton that's usually below that yeah because i know um for corns and i shout out to the revisionist almanac go follow us on twitter formerly known as x at rev almanac you know he's a very harsh grader and i'm a very easy grader like i'll, I'll like my baseline is like if i give a movie a six then i like did not like that movie i think that's a bad movie like i'm a very like, I will not give out ones and twos. I mean, if I gave out a one to a movie, I mean, I don't even know. That'd be like the Munsters. I mean, it's, it's got to be bad. That's it's your be a movie. take on what something bad would be? The Munsters? Have you seen the Munsters on Netflix? The movie? No, not the movie. I was going to say the TV show. No, I like the TV show. No, uh, You should watch the movie if you haven't seen it. It is shockingly bad. Like, I, I genuinely believe right now you and I on this riverside zoom call could make a better movie like i am convinced it is bad okay gauntlet thrown down <laughs> anyway my point is that i'm a very easy grader like i'll throw out eights and nines like they're cotton candy like i'll just give them out i think we've seen that over time here but uh i don't think you've given out quite eights and nines on a lot of things to this point you've been a little harsh on the phase one movies yeah we haven't had a whole lot of i mean we had two really good movies and then one okay movie and then three not great movies in my opinion phase two though we're about to kick it up a little bit mm, i don't think it gets quite that good until phase three but that's just my, uh, an opinion of my own i actually think phase two in in some regards might be weaker than phase one for me oof oof well you're not a guardians guy you hate the guardians which is a weird take on i've never really understood Again, that take what but, is it like... with this binary choices just because they're not like near the top for me for everything means I somehow hate them. Here's I'm going to, you know, I'm going to betray. I'm not going to let you get away with this shit on my program. It was one thing on your episode. I'm going to betray your confidence. I'm going to read a text from Tom today. And I was like, whoa, this is weird. Yo, I fucking hate these guardians. What the fuck are they doing? Why are they so stupid? I was like, wow, that's really hostile out of nowhere. Unprompted. I didn't even bring up the guardians. I was like, this is pretty weird. I don't know. So so now you lie to submit fake evidence into the record? You're damn right I do. Did you order the code red? 
You're damn right I did. All right, rewatchability. Let's 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 move this along here, okay? What is the top rewatchable movie of Phase One? I would assume it was The Avengers, and I'm going to say it was a nine. It's at an eight point five, mm. partially due to you. You knocked it down. An eight point five. So what'd you go ten, and I went seven? I don't know, but somehow we got to that point because I think I was pretty high on it. I think I might have had like a nine point five, and I think you might have had a seven point five. Interesting. Yeah. At number two, we had Iron Man with 8.25. In third place, we had Captain America the First Avenger with a 7.5. For uh, Iron Man 2, we had a 6.5 in rewatchability, which is a little higher than you might think. <laughs> Thor, we had a 3.5. Wolf. And The Incredible Hulk, dun da 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 one. Really? We both gave it a one? We gave it a one on rewatchability. Oof. That's tough. That's a tough beat. For the whole. All right. So audience score. Now you're relying on other people's scores. What was the top finishing movie for phase one? I would assume it's still the Avengers. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. It is not. It's Iron Man. It's Iron Man by point one. So wow. 8.9 for Iron Man at number one. 8.8 for the Avengers at number two. Captain America, the first Avenger is tied at number three with Iron Man two. At, oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Thor is actually third at 7.95. Captain America and Iron Man 2 fall just below it at 7.9. And then in way last place, The Incredible Hulk at 7.05. Wow. People are high on the Thor movie, man. People really like that first Thor movie. I don't get it. So overall scores, we had a 54.55 for The Avengers, 49.4 for Iron Man, 40.9 for Captain America, the first Avenger, Iron Man 2 with 34.65, Thor with 31.95, and The Incredible Hulk with 24.55. Now, we'll start with the negative side of this so we can end on a positive note, but of any of these first six, are there any that you think have a good chance at being in the bottom five when it's all said and done? Yeah, Hulk is a lock. I would I would be flabbergasted if Hulk is not in the bottom three of the MCU when we're done. If we're ever done, it's a pretty fluid thing we're doing. But I, I mean, there's just no chance. There's nothing in phase two that it's going to beat. I don't think there's anything in phase three it's going to beat. Phase four. Yeah, because you're going to overinflate Dark World, so there's no chance it's going to be below that. Just tens across the board. Just tens across the board. I'm going <laughs> to cook the books on that one. I'm going to. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think if you even want to throw in Dark World, because I recognize most people would have that towards the bottom. I just don't think there's anything that will come even close to that. Now, it depends on whether we're doing the full MCU past the Infinity Saga, because this started as an Infinity Saga series. But. If we went past that, I think there are some things in phase four that could give it a run for its money. I mean, even the stuff I don't like. I mean, I don't like Love and Thunder. I would easily watch that over the Hulk. I mean, maybe She-Hulk might be lower for me. I've, I really do not like of She-Hulk. Of course we had to have a She-Hulk reference in here. Yeah, because fuck that show. And the ending especially. Like, I, I mean, the show I didn't think was very good before that, but Jesus Christ, that ending just made me mad. I was very just violent. So if we include the shows with the movies, if we grade them on the same scale, which I'm not sure if we will or not, but that's like the only thing that comes to mind that might be lower than that for me. All right. 
What about you? So I think that it's probably a mortal lock that the Incredible Hulk wouldn't be in the bottom five. But I think there's a good possibility that Thor and Iron Man 2 might be in the bottom five. Hmm. It depends on whether we're doing just the Infinity Saga and we grade it out at that point, or if we're doing a much larger version, because I do think there are some Phase 4, Phase 5 films that are not particularly good that might kind of come into play, and I'd probably put at least Iron Man 2 above several of those. Thor, possibly. Yeah, I think those are very much up in the air. I, I definitely wouldn't say a lock, but I think there's a, certainly a chance. No, I, I think they're going to be on the line. Particularly Thor. Iron Man 2 may not quite get there. But again, it just depends on what we're discussing. Because I think for the most part, Phase 3 is relatively unassailable. Yeah. I can't think of anything in Phase 3 that would be below an Iron Man 2. Yeah, probably and not. And because you like Dark World and Iron Man 3 a lot more than I do, I don't think they're going to have a chance to finish even below Iron Man 2. So if that's going to be the case, then they would also be locks to get into this bottom five. Yeah, the more I'm doing the mental math, um, yeah, I think that I'm getting closer to saying a lock for those two as well. Because, I mean, you think about it, there's 22 movies up until the Infinity Saga. I mean, what's the ceiling on those? Iron Man 2 is ahead of Thor, correct? In our rankings, or was it the other way around? Uh, Yeah, Iron Man 2 is a couple of points ahead of Thor itself. Okay, so I mean, what is the ceiling on Iron Man two? Sixteen, like could it could it get high any higher than that? I mean, and that puts it in the bottom seven. So, well, yeah, it I mean, depends on what the expectation is going to be. And again, we don't know until we actually grade it out and we've objectified it in some regard. Like Ant Man and the Wasp, not a great movie. It's an okay movie, but like I'm not putting that necessarily below thor but i might put it below iron man 2 yeah that'll be one of the lower ones for sure that captain marvel will probably be a lower one yeah captain marvel will be pretty low i mean dark world will probably be low i mean i like it i don't love it and you hate it so it's kind of (laughs) it's gonna go low the question for me will be whether iron man 2 is ahead or below iron man 3 i think that's a pretty easy answer but maybe i'm Hmm. alone on that on this pod find out next month Mm-hmm. how's that tease for you that's a better tease than saying exactly what how i was gonna draft <laughs> several months from now when people forget yeah that's a worse tease but this one mm. was a better tease there you go mm. yeah that wasn't so much a tease as it was a full thrust but anyway why are they gonna buy you know why are they gonna buy the cow if they can get the milk for free tom we gotta tease a little bit i don't know maybe they will maybe they won't as far as top five ability, one I think is if it's not a lock, it's going to be pretty damn close. And that's Avengers. The question will be, is Iron Man on its merits going to get above? Cause I, I have to imagine thinking about it. The Avengers is pretty damn high. I think it has a possibility to even finish ahead of infinity war. I had think that Endgame will be the top finisher overall in this entire exercise just based on everything that's we've discussed and all the objective categories i can just kind of see that one scoring highly on most of the categories and a little bit higher just to inflate its numbers past the nine 9.5 range on each one of these the question for me will be is iron man capable of 
on it, the backing of its legacy and impact and significance scores enough to carry it because it has a relatively low novelty score. Does it have enough to kind of get above Black Panther, the original Spider-Man Homecoming, you know, stuff like that? What, what was his novelty score again? What did you say Iron Man's was? 6.75. It's the lowest of any of the categories it scored in. Yeah, I mean, so Black Panther, I'm assuming will be much higher novelty. I would say that's almost a full 10 on novelty. Yeah. If the Avengers got a full novelty 10, that almost definitely has to get a full novelty 10. And yeah. as far as impact and significance, that's the only superhero film ever to be nominated for Best Picture. It was a billion-dollar grocer pretty early on. I mean, the legacy, impact, and significance, and novelty by itself will all be super high. The question will be is, what do you hold in that film against classicness as far as, obviously, Chadwick Boseman passing away? Yeah, I mean, I think Black Panther is going to score very highly in all the categories. So it's the question. It's going to really come down to the novelty category is where what's going to bump Iron Man down. And so I think Black Panther is going to destroy what Iron Man did. But I think if you're talking about Homecoming, I would imagine Homecoming is not going to be all that novel because it was the sixth Spider-Man movie. So I'm going to, or yeah, sixth. So that'll probably be an interesting battle between Iron Man and Homecoming. Well, I just gave it as an example. I mean, there are a couple of other ones you could throw in there ahead of that. I don't. I think Iron Man is bigger than Spider-Man Homecoming or the original Guardians or whatever else. And so it has a shot. I think Black Panther might be the only standalone film that could surpass it. But I also think Iron Man should probably and will likely be ahead of Age of Ultron. So if we're just doing three Avengers movies and Black Panther is Iron Man the fifth for the top five. I think that's yet to be seen, but that's I'm charting a course that says that's a possibility. It would be right on the fence. Mm, for sure. Yeah, I think I think those will probably be the top four. You're right. And then it's Iron Man, it's Guardians, it's Winter Soldier. It's I mean, I think Homecoming will be in there as well. I think those are kind of the that's the kind of the cream of the cut. Ragnarok. Not to disclose again some of this early, but I think the novelty scores for both Civil War and for Winter Soldier are going to be high, but I don't think those legacy or impact and significance scores are quite as high as the original Iron Man. Yeah, I mean, top five is interesting. I think Avengers will probably get in there. Are the the rankings that we came up with your personal rankings? If you were, if it was just you doing it, or would they differ? Because mine would differ from what we have. I think so, but only to the standpoint that I probably would have Avengers and Iron Man pretty much split. Like I like them pretty equally. Yeah, I would I would put Iron Man above Avengers in my personal list. So if you're asking me just my top five, Iron Man would have a better chance than Avengers. But I think for this exercise, well, obviously Avengers has a better chance because it already is ahead of it. But yeah, I think both of those, nothing else clearly has any chance of getting in the top 10, I would say, from phase one. The only other thing I could think of is, is that at some point you're going to have to start matching me on some of the rewatchability of a few of these movies and something like Ragnarok or Civil War or whatever else is going to have to score higher than an 8.5. And I mean, just for me, the phase two and three movies are going to score generally higher than the phase one movies in terms of rewatchability. I think you're going to see those scores bump up a little bit as we get going. All right. Any other thoughts or surprises on the list so far? 
Iron Man 2 ahead of Thor is a little surprising, even though I like it more. That's a little surprising to me because clearly I think I'm in the minority. Most, most people would have Thor as the second best Thor movie, I would guess, is the majority of people. I would um, say so, but I don't think it... If we're just taking Thor movies, that's one thing, but personally, I have Love and Thunder at the number two spot. Yeah, I, I, I think the majority of people... are would would go ragnarok thor love and thunder dark world probably so that was a little surprising but i think for the most part it's kind of what i expected to be our rankings i think phase two might be a little more interesting might be a little more variant Ooh, yeah because i think i think we while i mean we for the most part agreed on all these movies i mean i think thor was probably our biggest disagreement i think we're going to more strongly probably because I think you had Thor as being like a, a lock at one point for a top or a bottom five worst of these. Cause I think you said that you would like dark world more than you liked the original Thor. And so that was part of it. And the other thing is, is I think I raised you up a little bit on first Avenger. Cause that's a movie that you've, it's kind of grown on you. I think as you mentioned, but isn't necessarily one that you've really enjoyed or that you've really loved. It definitely has grown on me, but it's it's still pretty low in my personal rankings of the entire MCU. But I, I mean, I think we're going to differ pretty wildly on at least two of the movies in phase two, maybe three. Yeah, I do think the the debate on phase two is going to be much more intense. I think phase two and phase four are going to be more interesting than phase one and three, because I think phase three is for the most part just going to be like, oh, my God, this movie's so good for every movie. With the exception of, as you mentioned before, Captain Marvel. But outside of that. Yeah. And then and phase four will be a lot of fun if we get there. Because that's just like all over the fucking map. And Eternals will be a fun pod. Because you don't like Eternals, right? Actually, I didn't mind Eternals. Oh, okay. Maybe it won't be fun. I fucking loved Eternals. I was much harder on Black Widow and Shang-Chi. Oh, I did not like Black Widow. I think that might be the worst of the phase four films, to be honest. I would agree. So maybe not. I think phase two, though, will be interesting. I think we'll have some differing opinions. I think there's only going to be... I bet there's only one movie in phase two that we're like in total lockstep with. Interesting. Okay. But I'll I'll let that be teased as we play out the next, what, six months? So that carries us into April? Christ, I might be dead in six months. I don't even know. That's a long time. Who knows? You might be dead in six days. I might be dead in six minutes. Massive coronary. Well, anyway, that's going to do it for us this month. Thank you for listening. Is that all you've got? A cheap trick and a cheesy one-liner? Sweetheart, that could be the name of my autobiography. Next month, we are discussing the seventh movie in our crossover podcast series with Iron Man 3 from 2013. Written and directed by Shane Black, co-written with Drew Pierce, music by Brian Tyler, starring Robert Downey Jr., Gwyneth Paltrow, Don Cheadle, Guy Pierce, Rebecca Hall, and Ben Kingsley. You won't want to miss that one, so watch ahead of the show by searching the Real Good app to find where it's streaming for you. That's R-E-E-L-G-O-O-D. Please like, follow, rate, and review, or whatever on whichever platform you have so that more can join in on our fun. You can also email the show at thenewronnyduncanstudios.com or sign up for our newsletter. Find our news Facebook page under Grey's Movie of All Time Podcast or find us on Instagram, X, or TikTok at the handle at Podcast. The greatest Marvel movie of all time is a joint production of Ronnie Duncan Studios and the streaming circuit. The show is mixed, edited, and written by Thomas Duncan. Our music is thanks to Purple Planet Music. Our technical provider and distributor is Captivate FM.